Hello, this is Sam from Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. This is another mini meander from me, and it's based on some news. Um, I read this morning a study from Imperial College. Uh, I didn't read the whole study, to be fair. Just read a uh, an article about the study, which was talking about the sense of anxiety and the sense of hope that consumers have when considering purchasing a new product. And I don't know, I could have this completely wrong, but it seemed to be suggesting to me the uh, the outcomes after this study took place in, in several countries uh, across uh, various products, um, that consumers were more likely to actually complete a purchase when they had a higher anxiety and a higher sense of hope about a product. So, for example, they, they speak about skincare products. So where you perhaps have a skin condition or um, as a teenager perhaps you might be experiencing um, symptoms of acne, you have anxiety that using the product might end up meaning that your skin irritation becomes worse or your acne becomes worse or, or it doesn't actually have an effect. But at the same time, you clearly have the, the positive side, which is very much that using the skincare product will mean that you will have clear skin and you will get to that place where you want to get to, where your skin is perfectly clear and the acne is gone. Um, and it seems slightly, I don't know, slightly strange to me in terms of drawing any fundamental, meaningful conclusions from this in terms of does this suggest then that with uh, a new product adoption, people are taking their choices seriously? It, it seemed to be talking about action planning and understanding the the full benefits and the usage of said product in, in this term, in this case, uh, skincare products. So understanding how it should be used, when it should be used, um, to get an effective result. But also the fact that there's clearly a strong emotion here, which is underlying. Uh, the purchase, which is the fact that you are concerned about what may or may not happen as a result of making the purchase. So you take it seriously. But I kind of thought this was not necessarily earth shattering. This this seemed to be very much um, as, as with a uh, high value purchase, uh, such as a car or, or a new phone or computer. The fact that you would do your research, and as we know, people will do their research and try and understand what um, they may gain from the purchase of this new product, but also uh, the, the downsides if they buy a new phone and actually it doesn't really have quite as good a camera for their video, their vlogging that they thought it would, or the battery life is actually much poorer than they, they anticipated and worse than their current phone, for example. But at the same time, the positive side would be, well, I've got a snazzy new phone, which I can show off to my friends. And also it means uh, it's a lot quicker and it can add more apps to it. And I can do clever little effects on my videos, for example, whatever those benefits, perceived benefits may be. But it made me think, I suppose, in terms of what we already know, combining what we already know and what this study seems to suggest... Um, is, I suppose, as, as, from a marketing point of view, we can look to provide, as you would, the, the best details, the best information suited to our, our customers' uh, requirements as, as far as possible. I mean, again, this just goes back to the, the basics of 
what you would hope to convey to your prospective customers when selling any um, potential product, which would be ensuring that they understand what the product is, how it works, and why they need it. Um, but the why they need it and aligning it with their own particular requirements, um, desires, hopes, motivations, aspirations is clearly what you need to do. So I suppose, if anything, I, I'm sure I'm I'm certainly maybe demeaning the uh, study or, or perhaps, you know, my assessment of it is is far too um, uh, superficial. But I think what it what it says to me really is that we should be, again, just understanding customers' needs um, and when in particular we're selling products which do have um, strong emotions associated uh, with their purchase or rather with their their outcomes we need to be able to be clear in terms of how the product will hopefully give them the benefits that they desire Um, and of course having that very fine balance of of not over promising not giving them false hope which would be totally um, counter counterproductive and so yeah i i just really think that it, it, it's a case again of just reinforcing what we what we know to be the case that we have to be clear we have to be understanding of what we're trying to give our customers and uh, i think in terms of a competitive landscape uh, one skincare product to another whether one has greater um, attributes in terms of its active ingredients or um, the way in which it, it works or how fast it works. You've just got to focus on what particular benefits your, your product does actually have. And I suppose if you can explain that in a, uh, a more succinct or, or clear way um, and, uh, and get the message across in um, an effective manner to your audience, then they're more likely to take on your skincare product than perhaps the, uh, the competition skincare product. I'd be really interested to know what other people think about this. I will put a link to the study um, in our Twitter and uh, also probably link it in the episode uh, of this mini meander. Please do let me know what you get from this. It's uh, it's only a, uh, one other study out there amongst many, but um, it's just interesting to, to think about, particularly uh, right now as, uh, as we become even more... Um, well, we enter more of a more competitive landscape yet again for people's time and attention. And what we can learn from um, the studies like this, where we're trying to understand what our customers are looking for in terms of adapt, adopt, adopting our products, um, what is it that we discover? Anyway, please do um, send me a message either to Meander's Pod on Twitter, that's Meander's Pod, or please do um, send a message on the back of this podcast and. Um, be really interesting to know what uh, other people think thank you very much thank you for listening to that mini meander on martin meanders with sally and sam if you do have any comments please send a message to meanders pod and uh, we hope to see you again on one of our longer marketing meanders in the near future